Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Hauk, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our Partner Network Magazine. I hope you're doing well and staying healthy. I enjoyed a couple weeks off during the holidays and got to spend some time with family and friends. I hope you did too. Now I've hit the ground running back at work at the job I love so much, leading the team here at the Journal, producing the print and digital magazines, as well as ebooks, e newsletters, webinars, videos, and this podcast. I like to tell people I started when I was 12, but it's getting harder and harder to get people to believe me. So today I am reviewing highlights from the 2021 Automation Fair event that happened in November. It's hosted by Rockwell Automation, and it was in Houston. Now, in case you're not familiar with it, Automation Fair is the largest private show in North America dedicated solely to industrial automation. But before I dive in, it's time for our fan favorite, family-friendly, silly joke of the day. A friend of mine hired a limo for $1,000, but it didn't come with a driver. Can you imagine spending that much money with nothing to show for it? All right, now let's talk about Automation Fair. If you've never been to it, let me tell you, it's definitely worth your while. This annual event is hosted by Rockwell Automation and member companies in its partner network program. And of course, the COVID pandemic has messed up everything in the entire world. So the 2020 event was online only. But happily, last year's event in Houston was once again an in-person event. Plus it featured an online experience as well. And it was also Automation Fair's 30th anniversary. That's really cool. So the 2021 event last year, for example, had more than 100 exhibits on the show floor with technology demos. Um, Those are from Rockwell Automation and those partner companies. Now, if you're not familiar, partner companies have products that are compatible with Rockwell Automations, and they work closely with Rockwell and each other as well with other partners. So everything works together as a cohesive solution so that as a customer, when you purchase one or more of them, they work together um, seamlessly. Now, besides the exhibit floor, there are also interactive hands-on labs, training sessions, industry-focused forums, and keynote presentations. So there's a lot of educational opportunities going on, which is really a strong draw for people that come in actually from around the world to come to the show. It's not just focused on North America. And you can talk to people who design the products, whether it's in a Rockwell Automation exhibit or one of the partner booths. And you can talk to other people like you who use the technology. And the thing I love about the show is it's free to attend. You don't have to buy a ticket. And they provide lunch. It's really quite an organized, orchestrated thing. If you've ever been to the show, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. So let's review some of the highlights here. The week starts off with the sold-out two-day Process Solutions User Group, or PSUG, and this meeting uh, last year was November 9th and 10th, and it's really an outstanding event that gives attendees a chance to learn from other people who are experienced in process automation, especially using Rockwell Automation's process solutions, such as Plant PAX. Now, last year, the PSUG meeting had 14 customer sessions, nine tech sessions, four hands-on labs, and four Ask the Expert panels, which are fantastic, and also four Voice of the Customer sessions. And they're all designed to help you, the user, improve your processes and create new revenue streams, which who doesn't want to do that, right? And they highlighted case studies from people who spoke about 
what they're doing at their companies and the real results they got using the process solutions from Rockwell Automation. Now, PeaceHug was a sold-out event for a reason. It's fabulous. And I put a link in the episode's description so you can get more information about it. It's way too much to cover in um, one episode of a podcast, but click on that link and you can find out about it. So to open Automation Fair, Blake Moret, CEO of Rockwell Automation, started with an uplifting keynote address at the Perspectives event on Tuesday the 9th, which is before the fair event opens on Wednesday. The Perspectives is a media day where editors and writers from around the world come into the fair to hear from and talk to Rockwell Automation leaders. And Blake focused on how the company is using an industry-centric approach and technology advances to help with manufacturing and supply chain challenges. And he talked about the company's vision and continued evolution to deliver innovative solutions that achieve results for customers. And it was really interesting because the presentation includes Chief Technology Officer Cyril Perducat, and I probably didn't say that right, and I apologize. I'm going to say Perducat, talking about the future of manufacturing with his take on technology disruptions shaping the industry, including AI, advanced motion and robotics, and cloud-based software, which, of course, and AR. Um, There were a lot of other Rockwell Automation senior executives who spoke about what's next for the industry and the results that digital initiatives are delivering and and other um, trends that are going on. And there was these were really interesting presentations, these keynotes, and I highly recommend that you check them out. I've put a link in the episode description so you can see what they said. Then the fair opened on Wednesday and it went um, Wednesday and Thursday, November 10th and 11th. And as I mentioned before, there were more than 100 exhibits from Rockwell and companies in its partner network. And the, sh- the show floor setup had a lot to offer attendees. For example, they had an industry pavilion that had live demonstrations from Rockwell Automation and partners that were specific to each industry, including partners such as Emulet 3D and iTrack and others. And then I mentioned the industry forums. Industries, this is where you can attend for free. And they had panel discussions. And they were really interesting in what's going on in the industry, the challenges they're facing. They had panelists who were users who had talked about how they're dealing with things. And the industries they talked about were chemical, automotive, and tire. And they had one on decarbonization and emerging energies, which was fascinating. Power and energy, food and beverage life sciences, metals, mining, and cement, OEMs, oil and gas, and water wastewater. And um, I'll tell you at the end how to access these, but these are available online for you to check out through February. And people who attended the training sessions, the product and technology training session at labs, could get professional development hour credits, PDH credits, by attending the sessions that Rockwell led. So that's a double benefit. For those training sessions. And then there was a virtual online experience during the show too where Rockwell had live broadcasts from the exhibit hall and from the industry forums and other places where people who couldn't attend the show could still see what's going on and hear from Rockwell leaders. And um, as I mentioned before, there's on-demand content that's still available through February and I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Now let's look at three powerful trends that were clearly evident from the exhibits on the show floor from both Rockwell Automation and the partner companies. And some of the technology obviously isn't new, but it's really taken on new significance because of the pandemic and the supply chain disruptions and these labor shortages. And 
there are obviously more than three trends going on right now in the industry, and I've put in the description for this episode a link to our 2021 Industry Trends and Automation Fair directory ebook because that actually lists seven trends that are going on. These three trends are three of those seven. Um, but you can download that ebook for free. So here's three that really just really stuck out. They were practically yelling in your face as you walk through the show floor. So first is the use of virtual reality, augmented reality, and mixed reality. Now, the umbrella term for VR, AR, and MR is extended reality or XR. So to help understand, although AR, VR, and MR offer a range of revolutionary experiences, the same underlying technologies are powering XR. And XR technology was everywhere at this year's show. And in fact, a really impressive virtual reality booth in the heart of the exhibit floor was one of the first things you saw when you entered the show. Um, One example was technology from Euphoria Chalk, which was showcased as a way to combine AR with real-time video communication so field technicians can connect off-site experts. Both parties can see and discuss a situation as it happens in real time, like having an expert waiting right there to guide technicians through step-by-step processes and answer questions as they perform difficult tasks in the field. You could also see, attendees could see technology and use technology from a Rockwell Automation Technology partner, Realware, to take virtual plant tours and experience how equipment and other components can be moved around in virtual environments to improve workplace safety, efficiency, and scalability. Now, I recently did a fascinating podcast with Realware's chairman of the board, Andrew Krostowski. So I put a link to that podcast in this episode's description so you can listen to our chat easily, either watch it on YouTube or listen to it um, on the web, but you can also find it here on this app if you're listening to this on your app. A second obvious trend was the connected enterprise and remote connectivity. And connected enterprises use smart devices to bring all sorts of new opportunities to plants, like faster and better decision-making as problems or stoppages occur on the line, visibility into processes, improved productivity, and and cutting down risk. And they're designed to unite plant level and enterprise networks to connect people, processes, and technologies. That's the key phrase about the connected enterprise. Connect people, processes, and technologies. And of course, this is even more useful now with a COVID pandemic because of how remote connectivity and connected enterprise can help manufacturing operations continue even when workers can't physically be inside the plant. And the third major trend that was obvious walking through and looking at the booths and the technology on display was the importance of cybersecurity. And you just can't talk about the connected enterprise and smart manufacturing without talking about cybersecurity because the more devices that connect to industrial networks, the more potential for cyber risks there are. I was on participant of a webinar recently and it was about cybersecurity and I asked if it's common for manufacturers and other industrial firms to feel that they would not be a target for cyber attacks because they don't feel that their what they produce would be of value and the webinar leader said yes it's actually very common and it's um, a mistake because a lot of times the cyber attacks have nothing to nothing to do with what you're making, but it's just 
a matter of wanting to disrupt or the penetration into the network could be accidental or from a disgruntled employee. There are so many ways and reasons to attack a network. It doesn't have to be because you are involved in a utility or some kind of valuable commodity that makes it a target. So at the show, Rockwell Automation Strategic Alliance partner Cisco demonstrated its security solutions, as did technology partner Clarity. And Clarity specializes in continuous threat detection and secure remote access, which we just talked about. And my podcast with the company's chief product officer, Grant Geyer, last year is our second most popular podcast ever. And we talk about lessons learned from the Colonial Pipeline attack, cyber attack last year. You may remember that cuts cut down the pipelines along the the East Coast and people couldn't get gas for a while. And um, in that podcast, he talks about steps you can take to set up a cyber defense. So I put a link to that podcast in this episode's description as well. But you can also just find it on this app. So that's a brief overview of some of the highlights from the show. And it's a really cool thing that Rockwell has done because they have curated the best components of the event so that you can ask access most of the popular sessions online through February still. So you can watch the keynotes, you can visit the show floor in the Automation Fair broadcast booth tours, and you can listen to the industry forums and even attend some of the tech tech sessions. So just visit automationfair.com and follow the prompts to sign in and register to watch on-demand presentations through February this year, and it's free. And if you attended the show, just log in again. And it's really a useful thing. And one final note, you can plan ahead for this year's show, which will be November 16th through 17th, 2022 in Chicago. Bookmark automationfair.com and you can keep up with the news on what's going on with that fair. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful and I look forward to talking with you again. Take care. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.